0: Uh, we are back um we just got back from vacation
1: yes we did we did we had a nice 3 day rest after we got back
0: yet you still look more tired than when we left
1: uh i was pretty well rested until this morning
0: well we had to move a friend into her new house so <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> so we spent all morning moving her into their house but i you think know it's
1: what? it's been about 10 years since I've helped somebody move. Yeah. And uh it's really hot here. <laughs> and it, it was really humid. And I'm tired.
0: Yeah. Well, you're sounding. Your shoulder tired. hurts? Please don't make all of our listeners go to sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's I mean it's going to be back home. Um we had a really great time. But uh it's always good to be back in your own bed.
0: It is. You know. It with is. The
1: dogs and just yeah. the Just to be back in a place where everything you have is where it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is true. But we had a really good vacation and um, we, you know, going up to the mountains, it was very cold. So let's talk about the first night in the mountains. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we have this cabin, Uh, you know, people are always like, ooh, a cabin in the woods. I'm like, no, no. This is a cabin that is true to form of like old, like my great grandmother bought it and it stayed in the family and- It was built in 1928. Built in 23, right? No,
1: it's cabin number 23. It was oh, built in cabin.
0: 1928. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it was built in 1928 and I'm pretty sure we have hardly changed anything. Yeah. There's like couches from the 60s and the 70s and like but it's still
1: and it's tiny.
0: Yeah, it's You tiny. have to
1: like one person goes through the little hallway to the kitchen at a time.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: And uh it's it's really cool. It's really rustic, but it's not it's not like a lodge, you know, you don't no. go and Stay in this fancy cabin. It's it's camping.
0: You it, light. It's,
1: it's a little slight upgrade from from camping because you have a, a kitchen.
0: Yeah, you light everything uh, by propane. You've got the the yeah, all the
1: lights are lanterns. All the
0: lights, the stove, the refrigerator, all of that. But what's interesting is this was the first year that my brother wanted to come up,
1: With and us. so yeah.
0: yeah, it's so funny because how it worked was, um. I actually just – I think I just texted my brother and my sister-in-law and was like, hey, we're going to, like, fly in to Oakland to then drive to Mineral King, and we were just curious if you guys were going to be there so we could stop and see everybody and and everything. And I was so shocked when they actually – wrote back and, and they were like, uh, so would it be okay if we went with you to the cabin? I was like, yeah, of course it would be okay.
1: We usually go with somebody. It's, it's been, only been a few times that it's just been the four of us that yeah. have gone. So it's not new to us that, that we went with other people. But the only difference is because of how young their kids are, um, we decided to sleep outside in a tent <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. We've, we've never slept in a tent out there. At least I haven't no. since I've been in the family.
0: I haven't either. Uh uh-uh. uh. That okay. was the first time for me. So we usually get the uh the room I do in quotation marks that you can't see. It was like the a room. master bedroom, but yeah. really it's
1: just a, a room big enough for a bed.
0: Correct. And uh but this time we we were out in the, the in the tent.
1: On an air mattress. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, it's so funny because my sister-in-law the whole time was like, hey, Ben, like, are you guys going to be, are you going to be warm enough? Like, are you going to be warm enough? Do we need to like m- make you like, or take out more blankets for you? And, and I heard you several times be like, no, 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 we're totally fine. Like we, it's all well, cause good.
1: Every year we go, we sleep in this double sleeping bag and I'm always roasting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I'm the, always
0: freezing, but no matter the difference
1: what. is when you're on an air mattress, you're surrounded by air on all sides. Yeah. And it got to be in the like low forties, high thirties probably that night. Yeah. On the first night. And I sleep in just my underwear. <laughs> so especially in a sleeping bag, you're not supposed to sleep with a lot of clothes on. Oh really? In your sleeping bag. Yeah. So you can, oh, I was you, can covered. you know, so the, the, the sleeping bag does all the work for you. Yeah. So you can generate more heat. But um it got really cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole time I'm sleeping, I've got my hood on covering practically half of my face. I have sweats on, socks on, a big that big old hoodie with a plaid uh undershirt. Like a flannel. On, like a flannel yeah. and an and like a tank top on. And you're over here in your underwear. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, why is he always so warm? I was freezing. And I like slept the whole night just like freezing. And then you wake, you wake me up in the morning and you're like, I was so cold. Well,
1: I got up. I don't even know what time it was because um, it was just pitch black. And I had to pee so bad. And for a while. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get up. Because if i Everybody this,
0: knows that feeling of needing to go pee so bad, but you yeah. just don't want to get out but of the tent. But we're not in the
1: cabin. In the cabin, you can just get up, go into the... There's a flushing toilet in the bathroom. And I I have the uh, advantage of that I could just step outside the tent and pee wherever I want. Right. You know, because I'm a, I'm a guy. I guess a, a woman could too. It's just a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Anyway, so I finally make the decision, I got to do this because morning isn't even near close enough. Yeah. So... I get up, I put my boots on, and I go outside, just next to the tent <laughs> and I remember standing there, like pushing it out so hard just to try to go <laughs> as fast as I could. <laughs> the stars were beautiful, it was like so clear, yeah, but I thought I was gonna die, yeah, like i you know when you're in your like stupor in the middle of the night, you're not really awake, so you don't you can't rationalize very well, so I remember standing there like shivering like crazy, going. I think this is how I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, you know, finish and I go back inside. And rather than taking the advantage of, since I'm already out of the sleeping bag, of being like, I should put more clothes on. Nope.
0: I don't understand why you did this. I
1: just got right back into bed. But why? Because like, I was me the so This is why I don't think I would survive well in a, in a survival situation. Because I make all the wrong decisions.
0: Why do you make bad decisions? I don't know. <laughs> you don't always make bad decisions.
1: I don't. I just feel like when like, I don't know, that that moment you have to make a decision to do the right thing. Yeah. Right at the right time. It's like, I don't know. I, I decided to just. And I mean, I was half asleep, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't blame well, myself didn't too much. you think
0: that when you got up and you were peeing.
1: I guess I just didn't think it would help for some reason. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, because that was Because of the rule miserable.
0: of the sleeping bag? I can see you doing that. Yeah. Going, okay, listen. This is the sleeping bag that we got because it is... You your need to not have clothes on because it helps... <laughs> <laughs> with what's going on. The rule of the sleeping bag is that you wear lesser clothes. Well,
1: we were using a new sleeping bag that we'd never used before. Correct. And the mummy bag that I had growing up was rated for like negative 15 degrees.
0: Why did you have that? So
1: you could be in that thing literally naked and you're just like roasting.
0: Why? Why did you have that?
1: I don't remember. You don't go
0: it. to anywhere that's negative 15 degrees. I used to degrees. camp a
1: lot. And it would be In cold. California. Not negative 15, but I mean... You don't want to just test it only in negative <laughs> <laughs> 15. So anyway, I, I guess I was expecting our bag to be as good as that. And uh, we just got it on Amazon. And it was it's probably like a, a summer bag. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it was really cold. But
0: we fixed it.
1: Yeah, we got like 30 blankets for the next night.
0: And Luckily, I put on
1: all my clothes.
0: I'm not sure what kind of blankets my grandmother's like had but these blankets are like ridiculous they're like those
1: weighted therapeutic blankets but they're not because they're
0: old they're like super old they're like 70 80 years old and they're like
1: they're made of like animal hide or something i don't know i don't know what's in them but they're extremely (laughs) they're
0: so heavy and dense yeah it's crazy so yeah we we survived the rest they probably had nights like we did and they were like hmm we're not gonna sleep naked in our in our sleeping bag they didn't even have sleeping bags back then probably (laughs) that's true
1: Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really fun. We froze the first night, but we fixed it. And then the rest of the nights were fine.
0: Yeah. But there's nothing like being up in the mountains. And like, one of my favorite things to do is like take walks by myself so that I can just be with God and I can just be with me. And I should just like, you know, it's, there's nothing like that sound.
1: Yeah. Just of like. Just the sound of the trees and the river. The sound
0: of the echoey. And the, you know? and the
1: animals. Yeah. We saw some pretty cool animals this year. We saw a, an eagle this year. Yeah. Like a, a golden eagle. is huge.
0: So my in, the most interesting story for me, well, let's not go into that quite yet. One of the things that we constantly did was we saw um, they, they have horses there. Yeah,
1: mostly mules, but there were a couple of horses.
0: Yeah, and it's so funny because... I haven't gone there very often since I I went there as a kid. but I've very not... rarely
1: seen horses in that corral.
0: Yeah. Have you looked? Yeah,
1: I've walked past that all the time.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so maybe they just don't have the horses like they normally, or like know. they did this year. Yeah. But this year they had a ton of horses, and they were the sweetest things in the whole entire world. They would come up, and they would literally, like, nuzzle you as yeah. you were standing on the other side of the of the fence it was the sweetest thing and I had my my little nieces this year they're five and six I mean my kids are 14 and 17 and still absolutely love touching and you know the horses but but my little nieces that that was just like so fun to introduce those horses to them
1: yeah yeah that was fun we also went down to uh, there's a little Lodge down below where we were staying, and they sell like this delicious pie.
0: Oh yeah, Silver City. Yeah, we went down and got
1: pie every day, which is not something we normally do. Uh. -uh. But uh, we kind of splurged.
0: So like apple, berry. No, what did you not want them? (laughs) You're like
1: they call it's. It's just a mixed berry pie, but they call it razzleberry. Yeah. (laughs) Or razzle dazzle. They call it razzle dazzle. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think it's cool that you. Make me say razzle dazzle. <laughs> Somebody named that going. Let's just make people say something silly like razzle dazzle <laughs> instead of just berry pie.
0: But it was so good, was so
1: good. Everything's good when you're camping, though. Everything yeah. tastes good when you're camping. No, I'm, I'm pretty you. sure
0: that it was the most amazing pie in the whole entire yeah, world.
1: It was pretty amazing, and they
0: they give you a big old fat scoop of ice cream too with it. Yeah, which is amazing too.
1: Yes, we had a good time. It, you know, this was our last year that we have both of our children as minors. Because yeah. next summer, our oldest will be officially 18.
0: Whoa, that's so, so weird. So that's why it was
1: so important to me. We talked about it, but it was so important to me to do one last cabin trip while they were both still kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, she'll come with us again probably next of year course. Or, or whenever. Oh my gosh,
0: For but that's years, so sad that you said that.
1: Yeah. And uh, the next step is maybe they'll both come. Maybe only one will come.
0: Stop it. And then
1: after that, it's they're going to bring their kids. Yeah. And their stupid
0: spouses, <laughs> whoever
1: they marry, <laughs> who I'm already deciding to, to not like.
0: Shoot. I don't know. They may pick some amazing people. I don't know. Yeah. They better. You never know.
1: I think they will. They're pretty smart.
0: They're pretty smart. But we, there's this place that you go on that's called the Nature Trail. And I don't know why but
1: It's like the easiest trail there. It's a just a little flat.
0: Yeah. A couple of years ago or yeah, a couple of years ago I was walking along the nature trail by myself. And just kind of just kind of talking to God, just kind of like in my own little world, you know, you know, as you
1: as normal people do.
0: Do normal people <laughs> not do that? No. <laughs> what that's not true that can't be the universe god creation whatever you want to call it I, it doesn't matter to me there's you're telling me that people don't do those i mean nature trails and go wow who made the f out of this
1: well, sure yeah i i agree with that I'm, I'm just saying that i don't think most people would say like i grew up a, a praying individual okay but when i pray i pray and then i'm done right right you know, I, I I make my three wishes to my magic. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say, <laughs> this is a conversation, Ben. This is not the, a well, that's the start difference. and that's, stop.
1: That's the difference between somebody who has a healthy relationship with their creator.
0: Well, I was trying to explain that they believe in to the girls the other day. I was saying, look, to me the the word prayer is kind of weird to me because to me there it's a conversation that doesn't end and doesn't begin. That's how it should be because there is no ending and there is no big, it's not like all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, creator, you come in. Great. And no, I would, I would bye, agree with you. I you would agree know? with
1: you. If you are a, um, for lack of a better word, religious person, uh, maybe I should use a different word than that. If you are a person who believes in a higher power and you, and you communicate with that higher power, it makes more sense to converse with them than to just send up your your three wishes every day,
0: absolutely. Because if you just if you
1: just send up your wishes every day, then you're just kind of praying to a genie. That's who t- can. There's who no can connection like, there. You're there's just no you're connection. just sending up your requests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no um, connection. there. So I would agree, but I think that um, that's why I say m- I don't think most people who are praying people consider it like conversations I think it's something that they would
0: strive for I'm gonna for, disagree but... with you on this Ben Sandberg I'm gonna say that we're talking about a huge and I'm not it like we could we could totally put all religious factor out of this I'm saying like there's a ton of spirituality in this world and of all different types and kinds and I guarantee there's this constant conversation going on uh, that's my belief and I'm going to stick <laughs> okay. to it. So th- anyway, this, it's funny because I was, uh, you know, my, m- like I said, my dad passed in 2004 um, and um, he always would come and walk the nature trail with us at least one of the days. Yeah. And I'll never forget the last year that he was alive. We went to his house to pick up the key to the cabin. Right. And we're standing outside, he and his, his wife, we were standing outside and we're talking and I was like, I was like, hey dad, are you going to come and and walk the trail with us? And I remember my dad didn't answer right away because his wife leaned over and goes, no, he's going to skip it this year. Awesome. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer, you know, and stuff. And so that was no, the last year. No, I'm in year. charge
1: of him now. <laughs> I don't. And he doesn't, he's not allowed to do this I anymore.
0: don't think that's what was happening, but I was just saying that's, that was the experience. So I remember being like, okay, so. Um, it's awesome that she answered not, for him. He's not coming up. So we go up and we, you know, we have this whole time and that was the last time that I have, you know, that that was the possibility, right? Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I started walking the nature trail and if anybody knew my dad, he had the kind of a personality of a deer, right? I always have felt that way. Like he kind of had this like quiet, I don't know, quiet, like just shy personality of a deer.
1: In no hurry. In no hurry, unless a bear is chasing you. Correct,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, um, and so you know, I I remember walking along the the trail, and I was just having this conversation with God, just kind of being like, okay, I just really want to see a deer because, you know, it's it'd be like having my dad with me on the uh, on the trail, and I'll never forget I at that ex- exact moment i looked up and a deer was like 3 feet away from me and looked up and we had three like 3 feet? Is that not a lot?
1: That's like cl- that's like you to the computer right now.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like you can reach out. Feet you can or pet 10. you can pet 3 feet away from you.
0: Okay, to that bed.
1: Okay, so like 10 feet.
0: 10 feet. So the
1: i mean that would be amazing if it was three feet
0: well it was close ben
1: oh okay sorry i'm a very literal person i
0: i realize that i've been married to you for a very long time and i just your story. you did ruin my story look i'm a very dramatic person in my i write stories actually i'm not that dramatic in real life but or am i
1: i don't know (laughs) trap trick question (laughs)
0: trap it's a trap it's a trap um anyway
1: so the deer was 10 feet away
0: the deer was like 10 feet away and you know just it was it it was all about timing right because that's really what life is it's all about timing and it never fails those kind of things always and I think there's different people like you can either say oh that was just coincidence or there's those people that can tell you uh yeah yeah there's no way that I say that and then immediately see a deer and like have that be coincidence. It's mm-hmm. not just coincidence, you know? So that's kind of always been a thing. Now it's less about me going, oh, I want to see that because it's my dad. It's it's more about just a representation of um, just the quiet and calm of of Mineral King. And so this year... We were, we were going through all of this stuff, going through the week, doing all different kinds of things. We'd gone on the nature trail several, several times and we get to like one of the last days we're there. And I'm like, I haven't seen a deer yet at all. And I don't know, maybe nobody else feels this way, but I, when I go to the mountains, deer are like the most, I don't know. They're my favorite thing to see when I go. Yeah. And so we go through... Well, they're so
1: peaceful and graceful. So
0: peaceful and graceful. And
1: and not terrifying.
0: Yeah. 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 If you see a bear
1: or a cougar, it's like, oh crap, it's cool. Right. But we should get out of here. (laughs)
0: Totally. But with a deer, it's just like you have this moment of quiet and peace while you watch them. So, but we get to the end, end day and I'm walking with you and Evie. And we get to about midway of the nature trail. And for some reason, you guys I think you guys wanted to go back.
1: well, Evie was having a hard time making decision
0: and Evie was having a majorly hard time making decision. Anybody that has an oldest child because I really do think it probably has to do with being an oldest child. Um you just struggle making these decisions because you're like, should I do this? I don't know. Let's go back. maybe not. Let's well, keep she going. has
1: she has major fomo which is like fear of missing out. Yeah. So she has always weighed her decisions based on, if I don't do this, I'm not going to have this experience. And we even got to the point where when she was younger, we bought her a coin she could flip. Right. One On one side it said yes, on the other side it said no. <laughs> like 2 like Yeah, it was like, okay, well, if you can't make a decision, just flip the coin and whatever the coin lands on, you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where that coin went. She should keep it with her at all times. <laughs> yeah. But um, she was having a – one thing she, I, we could tell that she was struggling because it was the last day there. Yeah. I think she knew that if – that she wanted to keep going because she would regret it if she didn't. Yeah. But then at the same time, she was kind of tired and, you know, yeah. just wanted to go back to the cabin. Yeah,
0: so there was this definite, like, thing. And, I'll, I'll you know, I'm getting to where I uh, – to the intention of the story. But she's so – I looked at her and I did not want to make that decision for her. Um I was doing a whole mom thing but without her knowing. She was I was like, I "No, no. I know you knew." But it, I was like, "No, no, no. It, it's okay. Whether you want to go back or you just make a decision and go for it, I'll follow you. Dad will follow you. It's all good." So at first she decided to go back. And so we go about halfway and then we go we start heading back to the cabin or back through the nature trail. And we, she keeps stopping and she keeps like, you know, doing her thing. Cause she didn't have her coin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have her coin. And she was like, Oh, should I go? Should I not? Should I go? Should I not? I don't know. And we see this quail mom mm-hmm. with this little quail baby. And it was such a cool thing. Cause they were just so pretty. And, and so we stood there for a while and then she finally looks at me and I go, you're still worrying about not finishing up. And she goes, yeah. And so I told her, I said, you have to make a decision and stick with it. I was like, it doesn't matter whether it's yes or no. It doesn't matter whether it's continue to go halfway or go all the way. If you make a decision and you stick with it, that is what you will do. And that it, there is nothing wrong with either decision. And I think that's a huge lesson for all of us because I feel like many times we're like wishy-washy on things. and oh, I'm once, always on the fence. You're always on the fence. I'm always one person that I'm, I, I'll am be on the fence for a little bit, but once I make my decision, it's like, screw it. Let's go. I'm going to make this decision and I'm going to run with it. And if it fails, it fails. If it if it does well, it does well. Either way, you, you, I've made a decision and I can stick with that. So- I can't remember. I don't think she still made a decision even with me saying that. And I finally go, come on, let's go. So I finally did end up making well, a decision for her.
1: I made it easy for you guys because I'm like, how about I go back to the car? Yeah. Or I go back to the cabin and get the car. You guys can finish the trail and I'll come and pick you up so you don't have to double back.
0: Right. So yeah. that's what
1: ended up happening. So
0: that's what I, And so I look at you and I'm like, go back to the car. We're going to finish up. Yeah. And so I kind of just made that decision. So we go through the whole nature trail and Evie and I had great conversation the whole time. Um, uh, we stopped several places where she just was like, this is so beautiful. And, um, you know, we talked about...
1: When the sun was just starting to get low. Yeah. So it was like that golden hour. It was, it was pretty amazing.
0: It was pretty amazing. So... But we ended up having that conversation where I, I, I did, I did the whole thing of being like, look, that was a totally amazing experience or like, that was a really great lesson lesson for you to learn, yeah. you know, of you need to make a decision and just go with it. Well, and then her lesson was greatly, uh, what, what's the, what's maybe, um, I don't know what the word is, but we, we learned a really great lesson because by the time we get to the end of the nature trail, at the moment that in my head, I go, okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to see a deer today or this whole week. And that's okay. I just, I, I, I feel so stupid for saying this because I don't know if other people would talk like this in their head. (laughs) I don't know, but I honestly was like. Okay, I surrender it. It's fine. Like the we, it's fine that we didn't see a deer. It's fine. It was meant to be. We're all good. This is a great walk with Evie. We're fine. So we get to the end of the nature trail, and I see you by the car, and you point up, and right beside us is a deer.
1: Yeah, I I pulled up right before you guys came around the corner, and there were two deer. Yeah, and Georgia and I we're like, Oh my gosh, there's deer. Yeah. So we pull over and I kind of scared him with my car. Cause that that was right at the parking lot. And, um, but they didn't leave all the way. They just kind of like jumped away a little bit, yeah. kind of back towards you guys. So I was in my mind, I'm sitting there going, Oh my gosh, Tess is going to be so disappointed because <laughs> we got to see deer <laughs> and, and I'm the one that just got the car. Like I didn't even earn it.
0: <laughs> well, and what's funny. And is- then you guys
1: came around the corner and I was like, pointing without saying anything because I didn't want to scare them away. The fun
0: fact is that if anybody is from a place where you see deer all of the the time, they'd probably listen to this and be like, you guys are crazy for thinking this much about deer. I mean,
1: if you don't see things very often, it's There's like TikTok people who
0: have like 40 deer at their back, back door that they feed every day. I'm like, that is the sweetest thing in the world. I can't even imagine.
1: And I bet they say like, we're crazy for not going swimming in the ocean. Every day,
0: yeah, it's true.
1: Living in Hawaii,
0: yeah, it is true. But anyway, so we get to that. Then that we see the the friend of the deer. They're, they're buddies, and they've kind of been separated, so they need to find each other again. And so then we get into the car, and then there's more, more across the road in front of us as we're driving yeah, like away. Four of them. Like four of them. So we stop and we watch them for a while because no car is coming behind us. Um, and so then we go forward a little bit more and we look over and there's three more with big old antlers. Three bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of them had like huge antlers.
0: We, not only that, but they came so close to the car and I'm sure I'll put it up this week on, um on social media speaking of we never ever put your uh, my cart, cartwheel, cartwheel. Oh, I do my cartwheel you yeah. hurt your shoulder this morning old man I can still do a cartwheel <laughs> even with an injured shoulder No you can't Yeah I can Okay we're going to see this But anyway so they come so close mm-hmm. to the to the car that I got great video of them and their their antlers were still The velvet fuzzy. was still on their antlers Oh yeah.
1: my god still early in the season
0: the most beautiful things in the entire world.
1: That guy's that guy's antlers by the end of the season are going to be insane. Really? Oh, yeah. Because they, oh. they weren't even sharp yet.
0: Oh, my gosh. They get sharp? Yeah. They oh. get pointed. Oh. You said that they actually lose them and gain them every year?
1: Yeah, they fall off every year.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I did not know that.
1: That's why you can actually find antlers. You don't have to kill a deer to get antlers. You can what? actually find them in the woods. If you're lucky.
0: Anybody who kills a deer is evil. That's but not true. That is people, so true. People
1: survive on deer.
0: Yeah, but you know me. I look at, we've been watching that st- that d- dang show alone and like they kill a mouse and I'm dying inside. Yeah. They kill a wow. fish and I'm if dying inside. If you were inside. in the
1: woods for two weeks without eating, you would kill a mouse and eat it. I guarantee <laughs> it.
0: I don't know. I might just starve. You would starve. eat a slug. Oh, I don't know. I might just starve. But So what
1: was the lesson?
0: Well, so, it's so funny because we're sitting there, we're watching this deer, and I, again, I heard, almost audibly it feels like, but it wasn't, because nobody else heard it in the car, but I heard... And that would be terrifying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would freak out. <laughs> this is the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Thus saith
0: the Lord. Okay, well, Wait a minute.
1: Like a hand appears in just the air.
0: Just an FYI, if that was what I heard, I'd never want to hear it again. That is the worst sound in the world. <laughs>
1: well, that's just how like the movie's portrayed. There is it, a know?
0: soft whisper. It's more like, it's more like Field of Dreams. If you want deer, <laughs> you can <laughs> see them right over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like Field of Dreams like that so <laughs> that's not what they said though um no but i i just really heard, you know it's interesting because we all go through these times where we're working on stuff and and we put ourselves out there and we put these dreams out there and it doesn't always show itself right away mm-hmm. and i had the same imagery of putting yourself out there and it and it doesn't show itself right away same as all week I went on this trail hoping to see deer and I didn't see a deer the entire time and then all of a sudden we get to the end and we see one and then we see two and it just starts rolling into then we saw four and then we saw the most glorious Antlered deer in the whole Mineral King for that time. You know, it's just like
1: Well and then we got back to the cabin and one walked walked right by that, the window. Oh we
0: th- I forgot about that. When we too. were playing a game,
1: like yeah. right outside the window. And what
0: did I say that you all laughed at? I was like, thanks God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the metaphor is like, you know, if you really want something, like you have to you have to wait for it. Yeah. And then it's gonna come and then more, and then more, yeah. and then more. the
0: whole idea is that if you wait for per timing, perfect timing and you wait for perfection, right? If you wait for that perfect timing, it will eventually come. And the, the biggest thing, though, of that is, the, was tied into what Evie learned, which is make a decision and go,
1: Right, if she hadn't made that decision, correct, none of that would have happened.
0: Exactly. So that's what I'm saying yeah. is you got to look at it from a whole.
1: Also, on the trail when I was still with you guys, we saw a deer from like really Way far away. Far away, and it was like, is it? I think it was. Yeah, but it was like, and I remember thinking, what well, well, like,
0: is that? Trees? Well,
1: I guess we saw a deer. I guess that counts. <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of like,
0: yeah, it was. Like and it's kind of like when
1: when you um when you put yourself out there and you get a little tiny bit of a reward right or you know validation mm-hmm. and you're like okay what was that was that good was right. it you know is that should I keep going mm-hmm. um but then if you keep going then you know and the more effort you put in and the if you quit you're definitely not going to ever that's get just it, it. Right? it
0: no matter what and I think that that's the that's the the takeaway here. And that's the takeaway that I wanted my child to understand, especially at 17. Yeah. She is going to go through periods where she puts herself out there and then she does not re- see results for a while. Yeah. And it may take a while and it may get, take. And usually what I've also tried to explain, and I think I even said it to you today, the whole idea is that the closer you get towards the end, the more you want to give up. Oh yeah. The longer that it's been since I'm you've over it. seen
1: over it. Yes.
0: So my point is, is if you can just stick it out through the hard, the hard parts, right, yeah. and the long, the long turmoil of like not getting what you want, eventually it will come to you, and then the beauty comes again and again in waves, and it will eventually come. But the, it's the sitting in the it's the sitting in the unknown and the sitting in the, the, this is not happening. And, but knowing that you made a choice for yourself and you made a choice for your dreams and you made a choice for, um, to better your life or better your, like if you really felt it was a part of your life, then it is about just waiting. Sometimes you must keep working hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you will be rewarded. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Well, what, one of the things that I always... If you build it, he will come. That What I love about that movie, because I watch that movie all the time, because I 100% agree with it, is you never quite realize that the they show... The Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. The Field is of Dreams with Kevin Costner. And they go through a whole time where there's snow on the ground. Then they, it, they go through an entire year
1: Oh, he heard that voice for a year. Yeah, oh, I don't think I caught on to that.
0: Yeah, they I thought hear he it. just
1: started digging up his his corn like right away.
0: Well, no, I think that he dug up his corn pretty quickly, within a few months or mm. a few weeks or whatever. This is actually based on a story. Yeah. Um, I think in the story in the book, like on a book, I think in the book it actually takes years.
1: Oh wow!
0: But in the movie,
1: because you have to get through that that like, am I crazy? Right. Or, but think of how you know, crazy
0: he was to like, to walk around. I, I feel like that sometimes with I, the way I hear, you know, I hear the, the you know, whatever anybody well, wants do, to call it.
1: You do make decisions based on what, I mean, I would say it's your like. Instinct. Instinct, gut decision, uh, what you feel you're being called mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um. But the thing is. You never know exactly what that calling is. You have an idea of what it is. And it usually changes over time. But eventually you get there. It's never like what you pictured at first, right? Exactly how you pictured Um,
0: it. I mean, some things have been very clear.
1: Yeah, but my point that I'm making is you have to take a step.
0: You have to go, okay, I'm going to try that. Well, and for people like Evie, where it's this constant... Questioning and this, ooh, do I hear? You know, do I hear? She didn't hear God to quit to finish that. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? Is you don't have like if you if you have a passion for something or you have a business or you have this or that, it may just be those moments where you have to make a decision and go with it and trust that whatever is supposed to happen will happen. The problem is most people are too afraid of failure.
1: Well, yeah, and they I know for a fact because Evie is my offspring. <laughs> she doesn't want to yeah. be wrong she doesn't want to make the wrong decision She doesn't. but and we've we've I feel like we've talked about this quite a bit about us but um you don't want to make the wrong decision but in so doing you make the wrong decision
0: well in so, so doing it's, you it's make a, zero decision it's a
1: self-fulfilling prophecy in not making a decision
0: it's like standing it's like standing in the middle of like life is like
1: A box of chocolates?
0: (laughs) No, I knew you were going to say that. I absolutely knew you were going to finish that. You never know what you're going to get. Stop it. No. Um, What's that thing? A slack line. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come on. Life can be pretty freaking slackline-ish, right? Where you're teetering on both sides going, "Oh, my freaking gosh, I feel like I'm just trying to balance," right? Yeah. I mean, that you and I have felt that a lot over just getting busy and getting having so much to do and and all that. It's about making a decision. Do you look at both directions and be like, which way do I go? You'll be standing on that slack line in a very uncomfortable position for a very long time. And the whole point is that you just got to find a direction and go. Yeah. You know? It, it I, It's just... But what if I'm wrong? Stop it. Then jump off.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, but that that is the that's the thing. It's you have to be willing to be wrong.
0: You do. You because when you're be
1: wrong, wrong, and I know the answer... Like Everybody I'm, knows the answer. I know that you have to make a decision and just stick with it. And if it's wrong, you learn from it. Then and if wh- it's right, great. But actually doing it is hard.
0: Right. You know? So what do you need to actually do it? I don't
1: know. Motivation. But where is it?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Where is it? Ben. Oh, man. We got some work to do.
1: No, but I mean, it was it was a pretty amazing thing to see. It and was. It, I mean no matter what when you come into contact with nature like that. I mean these these animals survive through harsh winters. Right. And it's like we couldn't even sleep on an air mattress inside of a tent for one night. <laughs> that was
0: that was painful. And
1: uh you know just to just to immerse yourself in something so big. Yeah. You know, we're these tiny humans and we're in this place that has been there for millions of years yeah and it's just incredible to to see yeah and to put yourself in that and just experience like a little shred of eternity or heaven Mm -hmm. is something that everybody needs to do totally at some point I agree you know
0: yeah I agree but now we're back to it and now today, we're back home. Now we're I've already done my schedule for the week and I'm like we had a big family meeting and life moves up moves on. And yeah. so we got to somehow continue to find that same peace and joy in your daily activity.
1: But you know what? We decided to take that trip and we decided to spend the money. Yep. And get our kids up there and and make those memories. Yep. And I'm that's something that, you know, it's, it can be hard to do, when you're in like just the regular flow yeah. of life. Yeah. Um, to take our hard-earned time off. Right. To go and suffer, to yeah. some degree, in the mountains instead of going to like some resort. Yeah. You know, and getting massages. Yeah. <laughs> you go and you get dirty, and oh, but there's something that's there's so, something so amazing about you it. You know though. what I love about it, is um, when you're up there, there's no electricity. There's no, um, there's no, uh, what am I trying to say? There's no electricity. There's no internet. Mm -hmm. There's like nothing like that. So what you end up doing is like the process of the day becomes your entertainment. Like for me, the first thing I do when I get up is I go and put water on the oven or on the stove to get it hot. You know, we have the old tea kettle that whistles. And then when it starts whistling, I I pour it into my French press. Cause I, I don't have a coffee maker up there. Yeah. So I have to I make my coffee with French press. And like just the, you know, and then I I make my coffee and then we go out and we find a spot of sun. Yeah, to you and sit I. That and, was and one of my favorite warm. parts. Yeah. And you just sit there in the sun and enjoy your hot cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And even in the mundane of making a cup of coffee, like here in life. I make my coffee the night before. Yeah. And then I wake up and I push a button. Yeah. You know, getting coffee in the morning is just like it's just get it in me. Right. You know, but up there, even making the coffee is part of the entertainment. Yeah. And the experience. Making
0: of it. the food, doing yeah. all yeah, all of that, taking a shower.
1: Putting up the flag yeah. on Fourth of July.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, sweeping off the tarp. I think that's cutting what we, firewood. That, oh, that is, was fun. That Chopping is what firewood. we miss.
0: That is what we miss. Yeah, I got to, I got to chop firewood. That did. was fun. You broke the first axe.
1: I broke an axe. Um, yeah. I don't I don't blame myself for that. It was a pretty old axe, <laughs> but it's it just shattered the handle. I mean, that's how strong I am.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that, it, that is that is part of it. Is I do feel like. I wish that we would take more joy in the th- small little details. Yeah. And it actually
1: it yeah. actually motivates me. I was telling you today, it motivates me to like, I think what I need to do is cut out a lot of the like brainless activity. I agree. On a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And like use that time to do something intentional. Mm-hmm. I probably won't do it. but I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> But In I fact, feel like I should. We're
0: going to the everybody that's listening, I can feel it. They're all wanting you to take Tell one week your audience not to watch TV. Anymore. <laughs> one week. <laughs> one week Ben, where you have to get rid of all the brainless activities, no more scrolling on the phone. Stay off of social media. No more any for of that. Tessa Van Wade. I was going to say, <laughs> I have to be on social media, but but the whole time I told you I stepped away from social media this entire two weeks and I'm telling you, I have found a very comfortable place with that where I do not rely oh, on it.
1: remember uh, we found a piece of paper on the refrigerator because this is a family cabin so there's like many families that go up there and somebody had written down the Wi-Fi password for down at the yes. lodge because yeah. at the lodge there's Wi-Fi um, so you can connect and you can plug in and we get down to get our pie and I, I looked at Tessa and I'm like, should I, should I check my phone? And yeah. she's like, I'm not going to. No way. But I was like, I'm just curious just to make sure nobody's dead. <laughs> just to make sure the world yeah. didn't like go into nuclear war and we're like the last survivors. I'm just curious. So I, I connected real quick and I'm lame. So I, I, I don't have many people. Like I didn't have a single text message. That's insane. After five days. That's because crazy. Because all the people I text either knew i was going to be unavailable or with you or were with me yeah so um i didn't get a single text but i got a bunch of junk email Uh huh. and uh you know i i kind of connected and it it's really slow connection up there so it's kind of not worth it anyway but um i got a couple emails i was like yeah yeah you know what i'm just gonna turn it off again yeah it's just not even and i
0: just wouldn't even do it yeah. i did not want to see i was like if the if the gym has burned down I'm I I'm okay not knowing that for the rest of my trip.
1: Yeah, there was like two more days left. Yeah, and we're like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and there was an AC issue with the gym, at, or one of the spaces was in the really? gym. Yeah, of but there was. But Alyssa took care of it. So what
1: is that? Every time we leave, there's something.
0: Know. It's all good. It's all good. I did yeah. not connect, and I did not care. So it's and somebody else took care of it, and it was a great thing. Um. Well, we have we have just a little bit more time. You, I, you're going to answer one of the questions, right?
1: Oh, uh, the 3,000 questions? Yep.
0: Yeah. I have one of the questions. Okay. Who is the most interesting person you know?
1: Oh, gosh.
0: That's just the question. Sorry, dude.
1: Well, I I feel like I would say you. Really? But, but okay. I think I have a better one. Okay. Because that's boring.
0: Yeah, of course
1: um not that you're boring it's just we're always talking about each other yeah um i think
0: <laughs> thanks babe
1: i think the most interesting person i know is our oldest child evie
0: oh wow that's i i see where you're going there with interesting <laughs> <laughs> she
1: is she is one of a kind she and i'm isn't. not saying that as a dad i mean you know everybody's like oh yeah my child is so unique and special we're not saying I, I'm it not that i'm not saying way. that no nope. I, she is there's nobody that thinks her brain the way she does well,
0: her brain just thinks otherworldly it's just yeah. a different brain i have
1: a running list um that i've been i've been taking notes since she was like three or four yeah of just crazy questions she asked she asked me yeah and it's not like just like intuitive questions like you know daddy what are the stars from here mm-hmm. what are where's the moon um it's like what if a bus was square yeah. Like weird questions that don't make any sense. But totally. in her mind, it's like. Um,
0: I really wish you could come up with like one of the questions that, she, or one of the, the things she yeah, said. I don't, I don't have
1: my phone on yeah. me, but like, uh, maybe I'll think of one while we're talking about it. But yeah, I'd, I'd say that she is the most interesting person I know.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: She's, she never fails to surprise me.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. She's just a unique individual for sure. Yeah.
1: She's got a, she's either going to be a genius or she's going to be like a super villain. (laughs) (laughs) She's either going to change the world for good or end it.
0: (laughs) She's too empathetic. She, she is a miss, you know, that's what doesn't connect with her personality. Sometimes you would think that she's not But she is extremely empathetic. she's yeah.
1: extremely caring and thoughtful, yes, yet can be <laughs> kind of sharp
0: sharp that's her favorite word, yeah, yeah uh
1: yeah she's she's a
0: I she's would a say that the most interesting person I know in my lifetime because i I don't know, I feel like I haven't known a lot of it there you know how there's those unique individuals that are like whoa you are just so different so crazy so you know i don't know i haven't known a ton of those um but growing up my favorite people in the world were my aunt barbara and my aunt glenda they were like great aunts to me so they were my mom's aunts Mm -hmm. and in a boring existence every time that they came over and they didn't come over very often because they were waitresses from Bakersfield and they didn't have a great relationship with my, my grandfather. So they would get in fights every time they came, but they, they were the most interesting ladies I have. I mean, I wanted to spend my life with them. They were just the most interesting, unique. They were the kind of, of ladies who wore a ton of makeup, uh, glenda had her head shaved on one side with really bright white hair
1: this is like like world war ii generation
0: well this was in the 80s when they were old
1: right so but but they are from the greatest generation so like pre-baby boomers yeah um They they were
0: waitresses their whole life that's all they ever wanted to do like they
1: were young adults during world war ii in the 40s
0: yeah i would think so
1: so in the 80s They were shaving their heads?
0: Well, one of them was. That's crazy. One of them looked exactly like Blanche from Golden Girls. Sweet. I know. And then the other one, Glenda, always had white, white hair, and she shaved it on the side, and then it was long on the other side.
1: Wow. Yeah. Were they single their whole lives?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. They had relationships, but- They
1: were probably all over town in Bakersfield. Oh, totally.
0: (laughs) But they were the most interesting people I've ever known, but- You know, if you have to stick with people you know, it's not very easy because, I mean.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, how can you really know if, like, a celebrity is interesting? I know. In exactly. real life, Well, that's why I didn't say like celebrities. Sure. They're interesting, but I, I, I feel like if you met them in real life, they'd be kind of boring.
0: Totally. Well, I watched, we'll, we'll end it after this one, but I watched where Bear Grylls takes Will Ferrell out uh-huh. and he specifically talks. If you haven't seen that one of, uh, I forget what the name of that show is.
1: It was kind of like his survival show, but he has a yeah. uh, celebrity with him. Yeah, and they just so, go out for like one day.
0: Totally. And Will Ferrell was on it, and um, it was so interesting because he talked about how tiring it is to yeah. be Will Ferrell to other people, right. and he's like, acting is he goes, it's acting, and you're always on with mm-hmm. other people as comedians and I'll stuff drive like crazy. that. And so people are expecting that of you, but in reality, you're a normal person who's walking around going, "I do not want to be funny for you right now."
1: Well, you know, like um, Curly from the Three Stooges. Oh lord! He actually had major problems. He used to get slapped and like what? punched because that was his shtick. Like Mo would always slap him and hit him in the stomach. Like people <laughs> would just want to slap him.
0: That's so. So weird. he would just
1: like everywhere he went, he would be like accosted by people. <laughs> Can you imagine that?
0: <laughs> no. I just find it so ridiculous when I think about it. It's like, you know, these these actors, they want a real life too, you know? And there's like Will Farrell can't go out and be always funny. He's gonna all he's gonna have some bad days. Well, bad days. I mean,
1: he can get on his private jet and not be funny for anybody if he wants. <laughs> but as soon as he lands,
0: yeah, I don't he's know. gotta be on. Is he the kind of person to have a private jet? I don't know.
1: He may not own one, but I'm sure he flies private. I don't know. He actually came out here not too long ago, and he flew private.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because I, I were- I think he
0: would have to. Everybody would stop and not be able to get on the plane if he was in yeah. first class. Yeah,
1: I'm working in that area at the airport. We're building a hangar, and um, he came through there.
0: Yeah, that's and,
1: interesting. Uh, you know, I, I kind of get that. I mean, first class is nice, but if you're somebody that recognizable, like, you probably can't even-
0: Now, Bear grills. Is super interesting to me. I would love to go on one of those things with Bear Girls.
1: I think he's a super cool guy, but I think if you were married to him, he would drive you absolutely crazy.
0: I don't want to be married to him. I just want to go on the in the mountains with him and like shimmy down mountainsides with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to um eat rhino dung.
0: No, you don't. No, no. you don't.
1: <laughs> I remember that time he had to <laughs> ring he was so thirsty he wrung it out <laughs> in <Ew>. his mouth. <laughs>
0: And on that note, we leave you with some powerful words. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all to those who are listening. And um, I think that the biggest thing that we can say is uh, make sure that when you have something you want to do, you have to make a decision and go for it. And if stick you, to it. And stick freaking to it because at the end there's going to be a few things that are amazing and then there's going to be more and then there's going to be more and the longer you stick to it the more chance you have of seeing those deer
1: and listen for that still small voice whispering in your ear
0: if that's not the way people hear then you know whatever but the fact with your gut yeah the fact is is just to stick with it i think that that was a good lesson for my daughter yeah. she did she said it herself so i think that's great but all right well um find us on any kind of social media tessa van wade and we will see you next week or no i won't see you but i'll you'll hear us next i'll week. talk to you <laughs> okay bye